Yo, what's goody fam? Welcome to the Human Behavior Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Dewan Mutsunga. This is the podcast about understanding human behavior, understanding yourself, and using psychology to help you create a better business, a better life, and a better you. And so for this episode, wanted to do something a little bit different. I've been listening to y'all, been seeing all of the comments, all of the requests for topics, and um, decided to uh, do a little Q&A vibe, right? So I'm going to read a question, um, and then we're going to get into it. I'm going to sort of talk through and answer the question for y'all and go from there. So the question um, is from my man, Joe. Shout out to Joe. Joe said, what's the reason behind procrastination and perfectionism? Right? So essentially, why am I always putting things off? So one, procrastination, uh, at least for the sake of this conversation, procrastination is a self-defeating behavior that gives us short-term benefit with long-term cost, right? It is a behavioral pattern that we do for different reasons. But studies show that procrastination is actually a chronic issue in about 20 to 25% of adults, right? So it's something that a lot of people are dealing with. Um, and again, awareness breeds choice, right? So if we don't know why we're procrastinating, then we can't do anything to fix it. So Joe, listen, procrastination can happen for a number of reasons. One, you know, sometimes people... Uh, feel bored or they're not interested in, you know, whatever's going on. Um, people have a lack of belief in themselves and their abilities. Sometimes people get distracted. Other people uh, are going through a great amount of stress, right? Those are overlaying issues as to why people procrastinate. And, you know, we always talk about the assessment, so I'm going to really walk through exactly why each one of the types may be going through or struggling with procrastination and what they can do to overcome it. So procrastination is actually linked to a lot of mental health issues, a lot of stress, a lot of burnout, um, depression, ADHD even, and it comes from this idea of um, I'm going to put something off, right? And then that putting something off, I get to go do something else. I get to breathe. I get to release whatever tension is in my body. But you end up paying for it, right? And the more time that you let go by, the problem just multiplies. It, it compounds over time. And we start to build this habit of putting things off, even super simple tasks. We put, we put it off. And say we're going to get to it later, and most times we never do. Or by the time we get to it, we don't have the energy or the enthusiasm to actually do it the way that we want to do it. So we think about the assessment, right, with disc value, values and attributes. A person who is a high D, right, they are going to procrastinate. Really? High Ds don't procrastinate like that? But they have their form of procrastination. So a person who is a high D or a person who is very driving, a person who's demanding, a person who's forceful is going to assert themselves. 
They're going to look to solve problems. They're going to seek out challenges. I happen to be a high D, so for this, I can speak from personal experience, right? A person who's a high D is motivated by solving problems, by solving problems of significance. Uh, what their anxiety producer is, right, or the thing that stresses them is um, feeling like they're being taken advantage of, feeling like they're being manipulated, feeling like they are being made to feel insignificant. Now, in the case of a high D, a person may experience a high D procrastinating because high Ds have a tendency to put too much on their plate too often, right? A high D is very confident in their ability to execute things. A high D is more on the outgoing more on the impulsive end of the spectrum when it comes to behavior. They are very quick to make a decision. Um, they're very quick to get out for it. And if they have to iterate or make adjustments, they'll do that. But the confidence and the, and the desire to solve a problem, a high D is going to put themselves in situations where they're saying, yes, hey, can you help me, um, you know, move out of my apartment? Sure, I got you. Hey, can you stay back an extra hour and, and help me get this work done? Sure, yes. Hey, I'm going through this challenge. Can you help me problem solve? Absolutely. And what happens is we say all of these yeses and the plate starts to add up. And we don't really feel like the yes is expensive. But we go about solving everybody else's problems and then it starts to, you know, over time, you start to get taxed. It starts to drain you, right? You only have but so much energy. And so a high D will have so much on their plate. And they'll be spending so much time dealing with all of these different problems that one, they may not be dealing with the most pertinent problem, but two, they might not be dealing with their problem because they're spending time solving other people's problems. So it may appear as if, they are procrastinating. It may feel like they're avoiding this thing when really they don't have a problem with, they don't have a problem with um, dealing with something sort of head on, but they can find themselves distracted or all over the place. Remember I said distraction is one of those reasons why people procrastinate. A uh, high D can get caught up in doing a whole bunch of different things, doing all of the things that they can do instead of focusing on the thing that they should do. So if you're a high D, the thing that you want to be mindful of is how often are you saying yes and what things are you saying yes to? Is this yes in alignment with your goal, with the result that you're trying to get, right? And in my opinion, right, and from what I've seen, these are very easily manipulated by challenges and by problems. So it's very easy for them to make an impulsive decision to say yes and go do this. And it takes them away from, you know, maybe something else that they have to do. So it's really important for them to get grounded, stay focused. I think another thing that is worth mentioning is the fact that high D's don't like routine, right? And don't like monotonous things. So, uh, the procrastination may come in the form of them looking like they jumping from thing to thing. 
Yo, what's goody fam? Listen, I know, I know, I'm gonna let you get back to the episode, but I wanted to take a minute to let you know about the Human Behavior Mastery course. Yes, we have a course that we put together for coaches, consultants, corporate leaders, and entrepreneurs. I know you're listening to the pod and it's all of this numbers and the, the adaptive and the natural, the D, the I, the attributes. We put together a comprehensive course to walk you through exactly how to understand each one of the personality types, each one of the values, and we're going to show you exactly how to get the most out of each type, what things you need to avoid, what environments to put you in, and what pieces to put around you to be successful. So if you're looking at taking your business, your life, or your relationship to the next level, make sure you go check out the Human Behavior Mastery course. Back to the episode. So... Um, then we got high eyes, right? High eyes are the the stars in the room. These are these are they speak the language of people. They want everybody to feel appreciated. They are the most uh, influential, persuasive individuals in a space at a given time, right? They are wired to make people feel appreciated, make people feel like they belong. Their biggest fear and their biggest anxiety producer is rejection. So high eyes can show up or can procrastinate because they're avoiding some form of rejection or some form of negative feeling. So for example, if there's a high eye and you have to fire somebody or you have to cut off a relationship, the high eye may tap dance around that, may procrastinate at having a conversation, may avoid having an uncomfortable conversation. High eyes also are creative problem solvers, right? They're very fluid in their thought and they're, you know, they can be sort of in the clouds or in the air. But to others, it may seem as if they're not focusing on what the task is at hand. And it's not really it, but it's, it's the experience that others may have of them. But it's really because they like to take an unconventional, unorthodox approach to things. And they really don't like to be bogged down with details. So for high eyes, they're about energy. They're wired for experience. They want everybody to feel good. They want the feng shui to be, you know, on point. And they really don't want to make a person feel rejected. They don't want to make a person feel like they don't belong. They also don't want to feel rejected. So um, maybe somebody, you're a high eye and you're in sales, or you, you have a high eye that works for you and they're in sales. They may avoid making phone conversations or making sales calls because they're afraid of getting told no. It may, it may appear as if they're procrastinating, but that's the root of the, of the procrastination. Right. They actually may lack interest in what it is that they're doing. And if they're not interested because they're wired for experience, because they they're 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 feelers and they they move off of emotion. If they're not feeling like it, if they don't feel inspired by it, it's a good chance that they're not going to do it. And it's important for us to understand the mechanics of why people do what they do and the ways in which they prefer to do them, because we may be judging somebody or labeling them and it's actually not appropriate it's not fitting or it's being put it's being taken out of context right so then we have the accommodating supporters or the high s's 
Now, high S's want everything to be paced. They want the environment to be calm. They want things to be predictable. They're very, very, very poised, very cool, calm, and collected. Their biggest anxiety producer is a lack of security, a lack of stability. And so for a high S, one, they struggle with prioritizing the things that they need to do. Again, they are supporters. They are accommodating. So they they tend to get caught up or wrapped up into what other people are doing or what other people have going on. And they naturally want to support them. They want to help others. But they do that usually at the expense of what they have going on or what they need to be doing. The other thing is they tend to be more um, passive. So even in conversation, when it comes to advocating for themselves, when it comes to speaking up, when it comes to addressing things, because they don't like conflict, they will avoid having conversations as well. They will avoid doing things. They are scared of change. They are afraid of change, right? I told you they, they have a fear of a loss of stability. So for an S, it's really easy for them to get attached to the things that are in their environment right now and not really look at what may be available to them down the line, right? So it's easy for them to quantify what's in front of them. They got comfortable and familiar with it. And the thought of going to pursue something else and maybe losing what they have, that's a sure thing, makes them anxious, makes them uncomfortable and can be the cause of procrastination. But essentially, prioritization is a high S's best friend and put in emphasis on the things that they need to do for themselves, right? They will give and give and give. They almost got martyr syndrome, honestly. Like they, they really are special people. They are ride or dies, but they can procrastinate because they are afraid of potential conflict or they're afraid of being perceived as a, as a burden to others, so if you're mindful of that, then you know to sort of address address them and give them some direction or just take some time to build with them because it takes time for them to develop trust. But you want to make an S feel safe. And so once they feel safe, it opens them up and it gets them on track to making things happen. For a C, high C's or the cautious, conscientious personality type, these are individuals who are really calculated, really analytical. They're perfectionists, right? They're wired for policy and procedure. And because of this, they're looking at getting things done, but they believe there's a particular way that it needs to get done, right? There's a right and a wrong way. And for C's specifically, their biggest fear is criticism and judgment. And so they are very, very deliberate. They're very exact, very precise. They measure twice, cut once. They dot all their, I mean, they dot all their I's and cross all their T's because they are afraid of making a mistake because they don't want to be judged or criticized. That's why they are perfectionists. They have a fear of judgment. They feel like the, the, the experience of their work is a reflection of their person.
And so it's really important for them to understand that it's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to like for things to not go according to plan. But for them, that's just how they're wired. So they can uh, appear to procrastinate because of that fear. They can uh, appear to, you know, really be putting things off or asking a lot of questions or wanting to endlessly research or get a bunch of details and facts because they're trying to ensure that they don't make a mistake. They care about what people think about them and the work that they do. And it really is a responsibility for them to ensure that the work is done the best possible way. And so unless you give them a deadline, like they're going to work at it until it is perfect. The thing is, there's no such thing as perfections. There's, there's excellence, but for a C, there is perfect. There's a specific way to do things. And if they feel like they're not prepared, they're going to prepare themselves. Right, but to others, it may feel like they are taking their time and they're procrastinating. Right, it's you know, procrastination is again something that feels good in the moment, but it really, it really costs us on the back end. And um, you know, dealing with mental health issues, mental health awareness month. It's something that we all need to be mindful of. One, because it's very easy for us to look at what somebody else is doing and not really take the time to look at the reason why they're doing it. It's easy for us to do that or be very critical of ourselves in the same way. But if we can shorten the gap between decision-making, between execution, then at one, it builds capacity, it builds confidence because... We're getting reps in, and confidence really just is a reflection of us doing things over and over and getting more familiar and comfortable with them, right? But well, we can get distracted from social media, from all of the advertisements and the noise in the world, or just emotional stress, mental fatigue. All of these things contribute to us procrastinating, but understanding why we do it, right? Having you know, if you took the assessment and you have an understanding of who you are and you know and you take time to take inventory of your lived experiences and some of the things that have gone on, some of the reasons why you do what you do, it equips you with the ability to course correct. It equips you with the ability to put yourself in an environment where people will care for you or you have accountability where it'll get you back on track if you start to procrastinate. But if you want to establish uh, a consistent, uh, quick decision-making process or habit, then you're going to have to create a deadline. You're going to have to get a to-do list. You're going to have to, you know, you could be, you could be afraid, but you got to have courage, right? You got to really look at it from the perspective of this decision isn't permanent, right? Everything expires. So the impact of this decision will fizzle out eventually. And if I make a decision and it doesn't work, then I can just make another decision. And then if that doesn't work, I can make another decision. There isn't permanence to decisions. And I think that understanding that piece in and of itself can help free us from some of the negative self-talk or some of the stress and anxiety around making decisions or pursuing things. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that answered your question, Joe. Um 
I want to, one, just let y'all know that uh, we have the Human Behavior Mastery course. So if some of this stuff isn't making sense, we do have a course created, a resource for y'all to go study and understand DISC values, attributes, why people do what they do, how they do it, how they prefer to do it, right? Um, you can also continue to watch the podcast, like and subscribe. Uh, I'm Dewan Matungo on everything. But understand that this is a place and I want to continue to have these conversations. So if you have questions, um, we'll drop a link and you can send, uh, you can fill out the form and, and put your questions there and we'll create more episodes like this where we're working directly with the people. Maybe they can't be present for an episode, but I want to be able to work with the people who are tapped in and tuned into the podcast. I appreciate you guys for your support. And we're going to get out of here. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.